0: Hi, this is Life Coach David. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm a certified and very experienced Law of Attraction Life Coach. And you can find out more about me and how to contact me for coaching at lifecoachdavid.com. And it's been a while since I did a podcast because we adopted a new puppy. And he is so cute. His name is Dash. And he is a Bower Terrier, and some people pronounce it a Beaver Terrier, and I never heard of the breed until we saw him, but he was just so cute and so friendly that we couldn't resist him, and as you know, if you've ever had a new puppy nine weeks old, they're a handful, (laughs) so we finally have a routine, and now I'm able to do the podcasts again, and I'm going to continue reading from Money and the Law of Attraction, by Esther Hicks and Jerry Hicks. And hopefully you've been listening to the previous podcasts because there's wonderful Law of Attraction information that we can all use to help us attract what we want, to help us be happier, to help us live each day in a way that feels satisfying and joyous. So this section is called, What I Do Want Is To Feel Good. A young father found himself at his wit's end because his young son was wetting the bed every night. Not only was this father frustrated about the physical disruption of finding wet bedding and clothing every morning, but he was concerned about the emotional ramifications of this continuing for such a long time, and frankly, he was embarrassed by his son's behavior. He's too big for this, he complained to us. We asked... When you come into the bedroom in the morning, what happens? Well, as soon as I walk into the room, I can tell by the odor that he has wet the bed again, he answered. And how do you feel at that point, we asked. Helpless, angry, frustrated. This has been going on for a long time, and I don't know what to do about it. What do you say to your son? I tell him to get out of those wet clothes and get into the bathtub. I tell him he's too big for this and that we've talked about it before. We told this father that he was actually perpetuating bedwetting. We explained, when the way you feel is controlled by a condition, you can never influence a change in the condition. But, when you are able to control the way you feel within a condition, then you have the power to influence change in the condition. For example, when you enter your son's bedroom, and become aware that something that you do not want to happen has happened, if you would stop for a moment to acknowledge the thing that has happened that you do not want, asking yourself what it is you do want, and then further enforcing that side of the pivotal equation by asking yourself why you want it, not only would you immediately feel better, but you would soon begin to see the results of your positive influence. What do you want, we asked. He said, I want my little one to wake up happy and dry and proud of himself and not to be embarrassed. This father felt relief as he focused upon what he wanted because in making that effort, he found harmony with his desire. We told him, as you are thinking those sort of thoughts, then what will be oozing out of you will be in harmony with what you do want rather than in harmony with what you do not want and you will be more positively influencing your son. Then words will come out of you such like, Oh, this is part of growing up. All of us have been through this, and you are growing up very fast. Now get out of those wet clothes and get into the bathtub. This young father called very soon after that and happily reported that the bedwetting had stopped. While almost everyone is aware of how they feel in varying degrees, there are few who understand the important guidance that their feelings or emotions provide. In the most of terms, whenever you feel bad, you are in the process of attracting something that will not please you. Without exception, the reason for negative emotion is because you are focused upon something you do not want, or upon the lack or, or absence of something that you do want. Many regard negative emotion as something unwanted, but we prefer to see it as important guidance to help you understand the direction of your focus, therefore the direction of your vibration, therefore the direction of what you are attracting. You could call it a warning bell, because it certainly does give you a signal to let you know that it's time to pivot, but we prefer to call it a guiding bell. Your emotions are your guidance system to assist you in understanding what you are in the process of creating with every thought you think. Often people who are beginning to understand the power of thought and the importance of focusing upon good feeling subjects are embarrassed or even angry at themselves when they find themselves in the midst of negative emotion. But there is no reason to be angry at yourself for having a perfectly functioning guidance system. Whenever you become aware that you are feeling negative emotion, begin by complimenting yourself for being aware of your guidance, and then gently try to improve the feeling by choosing thoughts that feel better. We will call this a very subtle process of pivoting, whereby you gently choose better feeling thoughts. Whenever you feel negative emotion, you could say to yourself, I'm feeling some negative emotion, which means I'm in the process of attracting something I do not want. What is it that I do want? Often, just acknowledging that you want to feel good will help turn your thoughts in a better feeling direction. But it is important to understand the distinction between wanting to feel good and not wanting to feel bad. Some people think that it's just two different ways of saying the same thing when actually those statements are exact opposites, with huge vibrational differences. If you can begin to orient your thoughts by steadily looking for things that cause you to feel good, you will begin to develop patterns of thoughts or beliefs that will help you create magnificent, good-feeling lives. Whatever thought you are focused upon, whether it is memory from your past, something you are observing in your present or something you are anticipating in your future, that thought is active within you right now, and it is attracting other thoughts and ideas that are similar. Not only do your thoughts attract other thoughts that are of similar nature, but the longer you focus, the stronger the thoughts become, and the more attraction power they amass. Our friend Jerry likened this to the ropes he once observed while watching a large ship being docked. It was to be tied with a rope that was very large too big and bulky to be thrown across the expanse of water and so instead a small ball of twine was tossed across the water to the dock the twine had been spliced into a little bigger rope which had been spliced into a little bigger rope which had been spliced into a bigger rope until eventually the very large rope could be easily pulled across the expanse of water and the ship was then secured to the dock. This is similar to the way your thoughts dovetail into one another, with one connecting to another, connecting to another, and so on. Upon some subjects, because you have been pulling on the negative rope longer, it is very easy for you to get off on a negative tangent. In other words, it just takes a little negative utterance from someone, a memory of something, or some suggestion that takes you into a negative tailspin right away. Your point of attraction predominantly occurs from the day-to-day things that you are thinking as you are moving through your day, and you have the power to direct those thoughts positively or negatively. For example, you're in the grocery store, and you notice that something you regularly purchase has increased substantially in price and you feel strong discomfort wash over you. You may very well think that you are just feeling shock over the sudden spike in the price of the item, and that since you have no say in what the grocer charges for any of the items in the store, you have no option other than to feel discomfort about it. However, we want to point out that your feeling of discomfort is not because of the grocer's action of raising the price of the goods for sale, but instead it is because of the direction of your own thoughts. Just like the analogy of the rope tied to the rope tied to the rope tied to the rope, rope, your thoughts are tied to one another and travel quickly to heightened vibrational places. For example, wow, the price of this is much greater than it was just last week. This price just seems unreasonable. There's nothing reasonable about the greed in the marketplace. Things are getting way out of hand. I don't know where it's all headed. It doesn't seem like we can go on like this. Our economy is in trouble. I can't afford these inflated prices. I'm having a hard time making ends meet. I can't seem to earn it fast enough to keep up with the increase of the cost of living. And of course, this negative train of thought could move in many directions, toward blame of the grocer, to the economy, to your government. But it usually always turns back to the way you feel, that the situation will negatively impact you because everything that you observe feels personal to you and everything in truth is personal to you because you are offering a vibration about it that is affecting what now is being attracted to you by your choice of thoughts if you are aware of how you are feeling and you understand that your emotions are indicating the direction of your thoughts Then you can more deliberately guide your thoughts. For example, wow, the price of this is much greater than it was just last week. However, I'm not aware of the other items in my basket. They could be the same or maybe even a bit lower. I wasn't really paying attention. This one just got my attention because it was so much greater. Prices do fluctuate. I always manage. Things are going to go up a bit, but it's working out. It's all working out. It's quite an impressive system of distribution that makes this variety of goods so accessible to us. Once you decide that you care about feeling good, you will find it easier to more consistently choose a better feeling direction in your thoughts. When the desire to feel good is effectively active within you, a consistent inspiration toward good feeling thoughts will be present, and you will find it easier and easier to direct your thoughts in productive directions. Your thoughts contain enormous creative, attractive power that you harness effectively only by consistently offering good feeling thoughts. When your thoughts constantly move back and forth between wanted and unwanted, pros and cons, pluses and minuses, you lose the benefit of the momentum of your pure positive thought. And that's the end of that section. And how amazing would that be, right, if, <laughs> if we went to a store and something was higher in price or whatever it was, and instead of getting us all riled up about it and all crazed about it, we were so aware that, wait a minute, I better think about this in a way that's going to have a more positive slant, that we were in that much control of our thoughts. That would be amazing. And of course, it's possible. It just takes time and practice, but it's worth it. And it's worth it because when you get in that kind of control over deliberately choosing feel-good thoughts, then you're in control of your vibration. You're in control of how good you feel, not the circumstances. But of course, it takes time and practice, and you do get better at it. Absolutely. So try that. Practice it. Next time something pops up that might upset you, do your best in that moment to think, no, I'm going to think about this in a way that's going to be better in a way that's going to keep me in a more positive vibration. And you'll see you can do it. So that section that I read today, that was a lot of information. So as I always suggest, listen to it again. There were a lot of words there. And take this week until you hear the next podcast to practice that. You know, all of these ideas and all of these processes take practice. And the more you practice them, the more you get it. And as time goes on, you get it at different levels. Like in the past, I would learn a process... And I would practice it, and I would think to myself, okay, now I get it. And then six months later, I would think, oh, now I really get it. And then a few months after that, oh, now I really get it. It's kind of, there's so many levels to these ideas, but they're totally worth getting because they're only going to help you. And they're going to help you not only attract more of what you want, but they're going to help you take control of how good you feel. I don't know about you, but I always want to feel as good as possible. You know, as the days go on, we can't get a day back. You know, once the day is over, that's it. So at the end of the day, wouldn't it be great to think, wow, you know, I had an enjoyable day today and I controlled that. So do your best practice. If you want to find out more about me and wonderful Law of Attraction coaching, visit lifecoachdavid.com. If you have a question for me that you'd like me to answer on a future podcast, you can just contact me through lifecoachdavid.com. Or just email me, david at lifecoachdavid.com. Thanks again for listening. I hope you got a lot out of this podcast and all the podcasts. And as I always like to say, have a high vibration day.